Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piewaworski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, 2A views, conservative news, and Craig, how is your throat punch Thursday going? You know, my throat punch Thursday is actually going pretty well. Just, uh, <coughs> excuse me, got back from sparring in my uh, Krav Maga class and literally punched somebody in the throat. Nice. Very nice. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Did, uh, was this a mutual throat punch exchange or just you got to give one? Uh, well, I, he attempted to, to punch me in the throat, but uh, he was unsuccessful. Gotcha. Very good. Congratulations, sir. There you go. That's the best kind of throat punch. So. Very good. Very good. So It was very good. Had a good time. Have a good time. You know, it's funny. I, I didn't... The fun part about it is, first of all, it, it, it's a great workout. Great group of folks over there at King Krav Maga. But, uh, you know, you, you realize as you get older, you realize that, uh, you know, the, the, there's a thing, there's a reason why the young are... The reason why youth is wasted on the young. And that's because that stuff is tiring <laughs> yes yeah yeah very very much so yeah yeah and uh the the remember when you didn't have to stretch before any exercise and now you spend more time stretching than you do exercising oh yeah oh no most definitely yeah. most definitely and uh you get you you as you get older you also get wiser you realize that okay well i'll have my ibuprofen and my ice waiting for me as soon as i return yeah. um yeah you learn this thing called pacing yourself that's another thing you learn yeah, I like when you're when you're doing the stretches and you and you know it's it's not going to work out. You take some of the ibuprofen before the exercise. You know, like, yeah, like let's let's do this. I feel like I'm performing better today. Mm -hmm. if I don't feel this. <laughs> I I always joke with some of the youngsters. I'm always like, you know, when I was your age, I would float when I ran. Now it's more of a lumber. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's like me trying to keep from falling. Yeah. Well, I also realized like I do more like kind of the lineman shuffle. You know how how linemen actually are like walking, but actually make it look like they're running. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. my warm up run. <laughs> you know, mine is. You know how when you when you when you're walking and you stumble, and there's two things you could do when you stumble. Right. You could either look back at what you stumbled on, like, hey, where'd that come from? And there's nothing there. Um, or you 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 break into that little jog after you stumble. You know and. And, it, and it's really like, it's just you leaning forward, but you're running to keep from falling. Yes. It's like that. It's like that the whole time. That's, that's, that's my run. It's, 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 it's moving forward just quick enough to keep from falling. There you go. Just, Hey, Oh yeah. Just getting a little exercise, getting a little exercise. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. The hardest part about Krav Maga to be quite honest is getting up off the ground. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a lot. People don't understand that. That's a lot different than it used to be i i look at you know things like i'm at the level now you tell me where if i see a quarter on the ground it's, it's staying there <laughs> it's, it's like you yeah. exactly like you drop something and you're like okay how how do i can i live without that <laughs> yeah it's got to be a 50 cent piece now i've gone to that point used to be pennies you know and stuff like that and nickels now it's i mean if it's not a big piece of silver it's not getting picked up my, my granddaughter always wants me to come and sit and play in her room with her. And she wants me to sit crisscross applesauce. And I said, I, I can barely sit 
whole apples, let alone applesauce. <laughs> I can barely do the bushel over here. Yeah. I can barely do a bu- sit on a bushel of apples, let alone let alone applesauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun stuff, fun stuff. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, before we get into the news today, let's go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Yep, let's say hi to Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. If you got yourself an AR in the past five years, odds are you got barrels from them and you don't even know it. Now you can buy from them factory direct for your next AR build or rebarrel your current AR platform. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting the good fight behind enemy lines. Now you could take part in California's future today. Check out the California 6th Congressional Race when you get the, ch- when you get the chance. It's good, good viewing. Take a look. Uh, if you want the best of tactical concealed holsters on the market, get on over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Use discount code the rundown, all one word, all uh, all caps, no spaces. Uh, and then if you want tactical gear, if you're going to the field, you're going indoors, you're going outdoors, hunting, fishing, camping, whatever it is, you can get everything but the gun at uscombatgear.com. Also, I want to remind you folks, Special event coming up with the California Republican Assembly, a formal reception featuring Dr. Sebastian Gorka. This is going to be Friday, November 3rd in Costa Mesa, California, down there in Southern California. If you are in town, you are going to want to be there because it is the it is going to be the place to be. And then on the following day, the California Republican Assembly is going to have their presidential endorsing convention. You're going to want to be there. All of the uh, representatives from all of the campaigns are going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a fun event. You're going to want to check it out. That's also going to be, once again, there in Costa Mesa. To find out more information about both, go to cragop.org. That's cragop.org. All right. Well, let's go ahead, Mike, and let's get into today's news stories. Uh, interesting things are going on. And our first story, as uh, as I'm sure you saw, has to do with our Ivy League universities. And mind you, Harvard is not the only university that's probably dealing with this. It's just probably the most visible of the Ivy League universities that are, are dealing with this sort of problem. Uh, and it has to do with the with all of the stuff that's been coming out with, you know, obviously the, the attacks, uh, the uh, atrocities that have been conducted by Hamas there in, uh, in, uh, in Israel. Well, a Harvard student group has issued anti-Israeli statements, and uh, well, let's just say that there's a lot of backlash, not just at not just not just at these student groups, but at the universities where university presidents at these universities where these student groups are coming out, and they are not saying a word. They are keeping their mouths shut. And here's a little here's a story, and this was interesting because now, mind you, this right here, Mike, this right. is. MSNBC reporting on this. So you know they've jumped the shark if MSNBC is is, is calling attention to it. The president of Harvard, meanwhile, is speaking out days after a statement released by Harvard student groups on the Israel-Hamas war was widely condemned. The Ivy League University faced national backlash after the Harvard undergraduate Palestine Solidarity Committee published a statement on Saturday blaming Israel for the deadly Hamas attack that targeted civilians. The letter was co-signed by 33 other student organizations. The statement was criticized by school alumni, including lawmakers from both sides of the aisle. Lawrence Summers, a Democrat and former Harvard president, said he was sickened by the statement. Republican Senator Ted Cruz, a Harvard Law School alumnus, called the school's silence, quote, utterly indefensible. 
Yesterday, Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, finally broke her silence on the controversy, writing in part, quote, I condemn the terrorist atrocities perpetrated by Hamas. Such inhumanity is abhorrent, whatever one's individual views of the origins of long-standing conflicts in the region. Adding, while our students have the right to speak for themselves, no student group, not even 30 student groups, speaks for Harvard University or its leadership. Mike Barnacle joins us at the table. Mike, um, a statement from the president finally a couple of days later, but not really a condemnation of, of the statement put out by those student groups. Uh, a Jewish student, uh, a doctoral student in Jewish history at Harvard has an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, just one excerpt, quote, how can we share dormitories, classrooms, and ideas with students who would make excuses or even celebrate if we and our families were hacked to death by a Hamas terrorist tomorrow? So that gives you an idea of, of the climate on campus. If you're a Jewish student, how you must be feeling uh, right now, a Jewish student at, at several universities where we've seen some of this stuff. Um, you know, for universities, Mike, that put out statements about every little wrong they believe that yeah. they see in the world. Yeah to not come out strongly against this stuff. I guess we shouldn't be surprised, but it's pretty shocking. These are troubling times that we're all living through, Willie. Uh, and it's not just university campuses. It's not just Harvard University. It's in the halls of Congress. It's in various uh, state houses throughout the country. And it's on street corners where people are talking about what happened this past weekend. There is a huge difference between the definition of militant and terrorist. A huge difference and the idea that we live in a culture where there seems to be some confusion between militancy and terrorism this was pure terrorism yesterday we saw can hear you Sorry about that I turned my mic down um, what's interesting is once again that's MSNBC and for them to be as matter-of-fact and I'll tell you, the rest of that report, it went on for about another three or four minutes. But even they're like, look, this there's, there's no questioning here. This was, in fact, terrorism. And anyone who capitulates, tries to explain or give a rationale for it is just plain wrong. And I, anyway, it's just it, it is nice to see that even MSNBC is, can, can at least call evil evil. When, when faced with it. Yeah, it, 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 they did a pretty good job of it, I thought. Uh, you know, they, they weren't, uh, you know, stomping on the table or waving the flag, but uh, they did a pretty good job of, uh, of bringing the, uh, the terrorism aspect of it rather than a, a military freedom fighter kind of a situation, which is what we're hearing out of, out of much of the liberal media, or excuse me, the Palestine-loving uh, uh, media. Um, I, you know, Craig, and I, th I thought the, the university there, Harvard, made a good statement you know they the msnbc reporter there said uh, that it wasn't quite a condemnation but I, I i'm pretty sure it was you know he, he said listen these students don't speak for us i don't care if it's one student or 30 students groups they don't speak for us and that's not this university's view so i, I thought it was a pretty good piece well I, I i think they 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 did a condemnation of of what happened in israel but i think they should have made it clear that I think they didn't. They wanted the students to. They they should have said to the students, "I get it. You have a right to say what you want to say, no matter how stupid, ignorant it is. And uh, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. if yeah. if you truly feel this way, you don't represent the values of this university. If you are going to suborn and support evil, 
And and well, yeah. Remember though, you're talking about Harvard, right? And 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 the the Ivy League elites, right? Is what is what they want to put out. So they they say more between the lines, you know, than than they do on the paper. Well, so I think by it, it, not I'll put it to you this that, way: the, the problem is, is that they have two different. They have two di- the, the 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 war of intersectionality is now at play here because you've now got the the you've now got uh, those who are of Jewish descent uh, versus those who are of 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 Muslim who are the, basically you have Muslim versus Jews, both of which are part of their their part of the liberal constituency, at least one in part. Um, and they, they don't want to offend anybody is is what the problem is. If it was BL, like with BLM, look, they didn't waste a heartbeat or a second. They went yeah. after people and students who may have stood up against things like BLM or maybe or if it had to do with transgenderism. Once again, they'd, they'd stand up against those groups and would issue public statements without hesitation. In this case, they waited. And uh, I think, I don't know, I just... It, it would be nice to see them be a yeah. little little less mealy mouth. Remember, though, that according to the liberal mind, right, in the liberal mindset, Craig, the, the, the BLM attitude or the BLM-style protests and violence that we saw here are, uh, are, are different than what we're seeing overseas right now. Because remember, domestic policy and foreign policy are different. We have liberals that are supporting the, you know, the, the, the BLM, right? You know, obviously they've supported BLM. And now you see them you know, support uh, the killing of children and babies. That's that's obviously not what what they want. They 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 don't know what they want, and they're not consistent in what they want. You know, e- even though the the mantras may be the same, uh, you know, they're they're different based on whose side of the border it occurs on. Well, and I I think now some of this I will say this, some of this I put on the mainstream media because in the very beginning they went out of their way to sterilize and sanitize what happened they they want once again we, we talked about the report yesterday where the the canadian broadcast company they they refused to call them terrorists uh they wanted to call them fighters or freedom fighters they refused yeah. to just i mean yeah. they didn't talk about the murder of children the fact that they that when they that when they paraglided in they paraglided into a peace concert where there were hundreds yeah. of, where they killed hundreds of young people Right. Yeah. They, they specifically targeted civilian uh, targets, homes, yep. synagogues, uh, 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 places where they were. And it just and they killed babies, raped women. And we know yep. this once again, not because the Israelis or conservative media were putting the stuff out there. They were they were recording their 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 acts of barbarism and they were posting them yep. to the Internet. And yet the mainstream media was like, well, I wanted to treat it like it was just any old different, you know, military conflict. And it's not. It's not even nope. close. So I think initially some people were, some people took the position, a knee-jerk position to stand behind Hamas. And then after they saw these videos, there some of them, and I'm saying all of them, but some of them are like, oh yeah, no, that's bad. We, we, can't, we can't defend that. Right. Well, remember, you've got, like I said, the Democrats that stand up and support the BLM and all that nonsense going on here in the country. Uh, and I'm not just signaling them out, name any other organization that's, uh, you know, throw it in there and then that's fine. But, you know, you have all the, uh, 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 the politicians, the Democrat politicians that are supporting the Palestinians. Right. Uh, and, and so they don't, they, they, they want to say, Ooh, that's bad, but I can't go against my own party. Cause you go against your own party. That's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're staying in the silence 
you know, uh, even if it might be the silent majority of the Democrat Party, but they're not the vocal, the most vocal part. So you've got the most vocal part supporting the Palestinians there. And that's mm-hmm. where you see this, you know, this this uh, uh, diametrically opposed uh, stances on, on what's going on. And, and by the way, let me let me just say this. Um, I don't believe a lot of the left wing propaganda about what's going on there in Israel or in the Gaza Strip or the, 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 the struggle between the Israelis and the Palestinians. But even if you do, let's say you do. I'm not I believe that you can both both be a supporter of the, 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 the Palestinian people and diametrically opposed and find abhorrent what Hamas did and how they went about conducting this. But you have to understand and and, and, and and keep it in context. If you just come out and say, I support I support the Palestinian people and completely ignore the context of what Hamas just did, well, then you have to understand you're going to offend people. Because I'm yeah. sorry, they, you cannot ignore that context in your statement. You just cannot. Yeah. Because yeah. if you did, let's put it this way. You wouldn't be saying it if that context hadn't happened. You wouldn't be making a public statement to defend or support the people of Palestine. You wouldn't. So you cannot ignore. If you were to come out and say, look, what Hamas did was horrific and they need to be brought to justice. uh, And that does not undermine my support for uh, the the people of Palestine and the the desire and yada yada. If you wanted to do that, but you you have to you you cannot equivocate on the evil that was done by Hamas. Now you're you talking about the politicians or Harvard saying that? Either, if you are a supporter of the people of Palestine, you can't ignore once again the context of what happened. What what why are you talking about? Because Hamas came out of the Gaza Strip and committed these atrocities, right? Yeah. Hamas, who, by the way, was elected to be to govern the Gaza Strip. Yes. I, you, you, once again, you cannot ignore that context. So the best thing to yeah. do is either keep your mouth shut or acknowledge the context of the evil that Hamas did. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So anyway, moving right along. And, but, and you know, What's funny is, and this takes me to our next thing, is like wokeism or truthism. And and this is a statement that was actually put out or actually stated. It was a comment that was made by Gail King. Gail King is a personality. She's on CBS. And she's talking about how she's annoyed uh, that the, the term wokeism has become a pejorative. And I'll let you hear her words and I'll comment on the other side. You know, it, it's so sad to me now that the word wokeism has now almost become weaponized. It's, yeah. it's really missing the point about what's being taught here. You know, it, I don't look at it as wokeism so much as truthism. And I think if people would take the time to really see what is happening in these classes and what's being told, nowhere are we trying to say, anybody's trying to say hate white people ignore. It, it, right. it, it drives me crazy when I hear that, Lisa. You know, wokeism but, is, but, just, is just misleading the, the future generations from learning about our yes. history. Yes. Listen, it, and it is our history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The part about all this, Mike, the funny part about all this is I, I, I've been through and I've gone through some of these quote unquote anti-racism trainings. And what she says, they're not saying 
Yeah, that's that's exactly what they're saying. They're saying that, you know, if you are white, then you 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 are you are racist and you cannot help yourself. And I'm not being as sensitive in my words as they tend to be, but that is the words, that is how they use it. If you are a person of color and you are successful, if you have found a way to achieve the American dream in this in this country, well, it is because you have uh well you, you your proximity to whiteness and if you don't see that if you don't have a problem with the way this country is then you've internalized your racism right you've internalized the racism and the funny part is is that the reason why it's become a pejor- it's the reason why it's become a pejorative is because they have acted completely and utterly idiotic in terms of how they've allowed this stuff to be. And by the way, no, it's not truth. It's not truthism. It is straight up lies. Much of it is lies and propaganda, or even the theory, the once again, the critical race theory, is not has never been anything that's been proven or challenged academically. It's all lies and falsehood, which, you know, is pretty consistent with the new cultural Marxism. Well, yeah, and I mean, look at the party in power, and this is what you get. We saw this, you know, eight years under Obama, right? Uh, we see this now again with Obama Part Two, uh, O'Biden. Uh, this is this is what you got going on there. Let's change the narrative, right? Let's put the wokeism out there. Let's let's br- brainwash. Yes, those are the words. That's the actual words that Eric Holder used when he said he wanted to give this to your children 20, 25 years ago when he announced this was the plan to change the way that the next generation uh, looks at politics. Uh, um, this is what you're getting. This is this is the brainwashing of of those out there, and, and it is it is. Wokeism is the title that's been hung on it. You don't want to call it brainwashing. You want to call it wokeism. Okay, fine by me. We know what's going on, and they're trying to change. They're trying to change from from the bottom up, from the from the children up, uh, the way that we view, uh, you know, uh, social our social values versus their conservative versus liberal social values. Well, right, and and <clears throat> you know when you're attempting to rewrite history and completely ignore history, and that's. I, once again, it, it, it the thing that they are calling truthism is not truthism. It it, it completely is not. And uh, what it is yeah. is that it is a narrative. It is a way that you feel. And it even even what you call quote unquote your truth is not the truth. It may be your truth. Right. It may be the way you feel, but it doesn't mean that it's the. It does not make it the truth. The truth is based on fact and reality. And oh, by the way, not feelings. Correct. Absolutely right. But, you know, some of these folks, they... Feelings. Nothing more no. than feelings. <laughs> On that note. 2A in Israel. This is a big one. So our our good friend over there, uh, Stephen Gatowski. Yeah, I was right. Stephen Gatowski. I pronounced it right. Uh, he wrote a piece over at the Reload. If you if you don't read that, you gotta you gotta get over to the Reload. Israel loosens gun laws after unprecedented terror attack. It will now be easier for Israelis to carry firearms for self defense in the wake of the worst terror attack in the nation's history. Israeli Minister of National Security Itmar Ben Gvir announced on Sunday he has ordered officials responsible for issuing gun licenses to broaden its standards as the death toll inflicted by terror groups Hamas grew to over 600, Ben Gavir said uh, he wants more Israelis to be able to legally arm themselves. 
Today, I will direct the firearms licensing division to go on an emergency operation in order to allow as many citizens as possible to arm themselves, he posted, according to a Google translation. The plan will take will be will take will take effect within 24 hours. And you know, Mike, I, I I'll, I'll just say this: if there was ever a reason why you need a Second Amendment or a place where a Second Amendment is needed, it's hard to believe that Israel is not uh, is not one of those places. Is not an example of uh, of the need and the importance of the Second Amendment. Y- yes, so. Uh, I agree with you. Obviously, I think everybody uh, anywhere should have the right to defend themselves at all times, right? Uh, and, and Israel has never had uh, uh, a Second Amendment. And it's never, Craig, it's it's never been a giant issue there. And, and then give me give me a couple moments here to, 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 to pull this all together for you. Uh, Israel's got, what, just under 10 million people in their population, right? Um, everybody in Israel that's, that's physically capable must serve, you know, it's like they're, you know, uh, uh, a... Uh, uh, Conscription. Uh, they have to serve at least two years in the military, do, uh, mili- in the military or the border forces, uh, something along those lines. In the uh, in the armed defense of uh, of state, uh, the state of Israel. So uh, there's there's currently three hundred and sixty thousand reservists, and we know that three hundred thousand of them have been called up so far, um, and that number continues to grow. Uh, and in in Israel, Craig, and you see these pictures all the time in Israel. If you're a reservist, you have your rifle. You know, for, you you can take your rifle home with you. You carry your rifle. Your your your. By the way, a machine gun, an assault rifle, an actual military weapon of war. None of this single shot sporting rifles like we have here in the United States. They get to take their machine guns home with them, and they carry it with them wherever they go. And they don't carry them concealed. By the way, it's 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 open carry, strapped to you, uh, machine guns. So. Uh, take take into account and do the numbers, Craig. Three hundred thousand people out of ten million, right? You're 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 talking, you know, one in uh, in, in in what fifteen people that uh, it can carry uh, um, a machine gun. So imagine, Craig, you're at the mall, right? And you've got in America, you know, you ten percent of the people that carry, uh, um, uh, you know, a concealed firearm. The bad guy comes in, decides he wants to do things. Doesn't see the guys with the concealed firearms, so you know the, he takes on the he takes on the uh, the opposing force. Now imagine walking into the mall and seeing teenagers and, and young adults wearing machine guns. How likely do you think they are to attack? Well, that that model just happened to work in Israel. All right, it, it's just they're they've been at war since they've been created, so they've always had their people wearing the machine guns. Has the number of uh, of people that are licensed to carry concealed uh, been incredibly small. Yeah, it's something like forty thousand or something ridiculous under that amount. Um, and they only get to carry one firearm and only can possess fifty rounds at a time. Uh, that's been very small. But the need hasn't been there because of their military model, you know. And it's not like, oh man, only the military gets to carry. Guess what? Everybody in the country was in the military. So you see how the the model's different. I don't want you to think that the Israeli government has said screw you and gun rights. Just their model kind of covered it a little bit differently. Now, I hate that this situation's come around to allow those that are no longer in the military to continue to carry a firearm. But the, the the threat has always kind of been, you know, mitigated the way they've done their their model. Hmm. I appreciate that explanation because I didn't know a lot of that. Wow. So well, it's it's 
I see a lot of people jumping on it. And the other, oh, they've they've denied the rights of people. Yeah, but and Craig, imagine you know a group of four or five of us go out. The odds are in Israel, one of us is carrying open carrying a machine gun. All right, mm -hmm. that kind of keeps the bad guy at bay. You know, <laughs> it, it, it does, it does. But you know, and 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 that's the thing. What I will tell people is that's all the more reason why we need to respect and be proud of the fact that we have a second amendment. We need to protect that second amendment and not allow it to be undermined by a bunch of bureaucratic BS and politics. Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause but, um, I, I, will I, continue. I, listen, I agree. Could completely agree in the expansion of the gun rights there in, uh, in Israel. And it's only going to make them more secure is what it's going to be. Right. And uh, you know, and I'll just say, you know, especially we are in uh, we are in spicy times here in the United States as yeah. well. And I, I yeah. just I, I we are we are as I think naive about the potential threats that we face as the people of, of, of uh, some of the people of Israel were uh, about the government. Yeah. Well, maybe the government, because uh, clearly they were there. There were intelligence failures. Uh, there were a lot of a lot of failures. Uh, they are correcting those failures and uh, they are now doing what they need to in order to uh, address that enemy. Uh, but I think it's incumbent upon us. You know, it's funny. I'll tell you, I, uh, I, I almost every time I always try to tell people, look, if you see me, uh, chances are I'm carrying. Um, yeah. But I'm even more more now like, OK, make sure you're prepared, because like I said, if it can happen in Israel, who had one of the most secure borders in the world. Uh, one one yeah. definitely has to has to be a little little concerned considering how unsecure uh, our Im yeah. our immigration process and our border is not. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I will add this to this to the story that this uh, um, uh, Ben Gavir there, uh, the new policy should be in effect here probably by now uh, within yeah. twenty four hours. Uh, that they're expanding that greatly, and the first thing the government's doing to help those that wish to carry. And again, every, remember everybody that's going to get to carry is going to have been a prior military person that has advanced weapons training. Guess what they're giving them? They're not handing out, you know, Glock 43s, Craig. They're handing out 10,000 machine guns for them to carry. Here's more machine guns for you to carry into your daily lives. So there you go. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving right along. In California... We have banned Skittles and ignored drugs. <laughs> I know. Yep. I know. I know what you're saying already, Mike. I know what you're thinking already. Let, let's take a look at the story here real quick. All right. Gavin Newsom approves Skittles ban while rampant crime and drugs take over California cities. This is from my good friend Katie Grimes, a.k.a. Fetching Jen, over at the California Globe. Says while crime, crime, drug abuse, smash and grab crimes, and homeless vagrants are taking over California's once beautiful cities, Governor Gavin Newsom deemed banning Skittles more important. California politicians just can't get the big things right. Skittles, Skittles bad. Yet Governor, <laughs> excuse me. Yet Governor Newsom forced lockdowns during COVID, forced masks, forced masking testing and untested and unproven mRNA injections 
now shown a now shown to da damage RNA and immune systems. Think that th uh, think about that as well as the as well as the current human defecation, drug abuse, drug use, drug stupors, and dying bodies on California streets. The largest drug addicted homeless vagrant epidemic in the country is in the Golden State. Even Hollywood took notice. Now, Mike, what she goes on to point out, once again, this is over at the California Globe, is that there was an effort this year to actually uh, decriminalize, for example, the use of psychedelic drugs. Uh, there was right. no effort, by the way, to increase penalties on those who sell fentanyl, who, who knowingly sell fentanyl, which is killing yeah. people by the tens of thousands, if not the hundreds of thousands. But what they're talking about when they talk about the banning of Skittles is the use of the dye that goes into making Skittles, the, the color dye. Anything that has been known, no matter how small, that has been known to have any link at all to diseases like cancer, well, the coloring in Skittles in huge, 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 huge doses has been known to cause cancer in lab rats. And my attitude is, okay, well then don't give it to lab rats. Don't know Skittles for lab rats. I think yeah, lab rats are just uh, genetically predisposed to cancer. I think that's just the issue. It's <laughs> um, just everything causes cancer in lab rats. Um, uh, Craig, I, I want to go. I want to go on record right now and say I agree with Governor Newsom on the ban of Skittles. I'm I'm officially on record banning Skittles. Skittles are the scourge of the candy community. They have no place in the candy community. They should be banned from existence and if i didn't fear some sort of alien infection of them i'd say put them all in a rocket and shoot them into space uh, um what do you have against, what do you got against skittles listen when you're sitting there and you're like oh man look a loose m m and you go pick it up and throw it in your mouth and it's a skittle first off you broke your teeth right because you thought it was delicious chocolate in a candy shell and no it's this little rock of sugary you know fruity flavor uh, uh, it's, it's, it's crap. It's, it's horrible. Um, the, the military puts either M&Ms or Skittles in most of the MREs, right? Now the M&Ms last about five years before they turn to this, this dust, dusty packet of powder. Um, but the Skittles last forever. And we like the Skittles in our MREs because when you go into military and you're out in the field, you, you do every day, every couple of days, depending on what kind of unit and you do, what's called a sand table. You sketch out. Uh, on the ground or on a table, um, a model of the battlefield, right? And the Skittles are perfect for using for friendly forces and enemy forces because nobody uses them. And they're bright little colors. You could say the orange ones are the artillery guys and the red ones are the cab guys and the green ones are the infantry guys. And you could put them everywhere and they work perfect. Other than that, Skittles have no place, no desire. Now, Craig, even, even more so than candy corns, at least with a candy corn, you look at it and you go, oh, that's a candy corn. It's easily identified as a candy corn. Skittle, on the other hand, it's hiding behind the shadow of M&Ms. It's like it's wanting you to think it's an M&M. Look, Mike. Yes. All, all you got to do is be able to read. One has an S. The other has an M. <laughs> on one side. On one side. What do I got to be, a candy inspector now? I got <laughs> to pick one up and take a look at it first? Oh, man, this one's got a W, Craig. What's this one? Wow. It's an upside down. I, I, I just, I never knew you were a Skittle bigot. 
Not a skittle bigot. I'm a skittle realist. Is what I am. I'm a truthism. Skittle. I got skittles truisms of going on over here. Truthisms. Well, I will just tell you right now. I love me some skittles. Well, you and all of California can that have artificial them. fruity goodness. Listen, even Judge Saint Benitez would say, "No, I'm all right with this law. We can. Ban <laughs> I'm all right with this law. <laughs> yeah, we can ban Bad skittles. Bad skittles. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, hey, folks, look, that brings us to our parting shots. Parting shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholster.com, use discount code The Rundown, and get your Hog Holster today. Along the lines of the conversation that we were having about why is it important to uh, have a Second Amendment, to be able to own and possess firearms for self defense, well, I think this image uh, kind of speaks for itself. What, what words are there at the top of that, Mike? Why would anyone ever need an AR-15? And Craig, I think this picture shows why anyone would ever need an M-16. An M-16. There you go. Yeah, M-16 would probably be a better use. But I don't know. The, the right AR with, you know, some uh, a nice uh, optic. <laughs> sure. Yeah, or I could just put a, a bunch of holes in the, in, the, uh, in the canopy and just watch it come down. There you go. There you go. By the way, for those of you who are just listening to the program, uh, it is a photo or a picture that was taken of the terrorists parasailing into Israel. Um, that's a reason why you need an AR-15. Very, very good reason why you need an AR-15. Uh, this next one, um, this next image here, I got to say, is pretty much, uh, I think, where a lot of Trump voters are at. And uh, this is an image. It's got uh, it's got Mel Gibson there. Uh, there he is. I think that was from movie What a Woman Want, What Women Want. Yep. From uh, early from uh, years ago. It says me voting yep. for Trump in 2016. And then the second image of uh, well, uh, of uh, of once again also of Mel Gibson in Braveheart uh, as he is yep. about to as he is uh, well actually he is in battle. Because you can see yes. the, the blood strewn and the war face on war paint on his face. It says me voting for Trump in 2024. You, you know, I was watching uh, some Joe Rogan uh, today, yesterday, and it, it had Joe saying, listen, there, there's the, the, the Trump fans are, are, are so rabid right now to, to get him in that all of these other Republicans are starting now to see the light and drop out. In fact, he said, if, if I was a friend of, Ron DeSantis, Captain Florida, I would just go up to him and go, it, it, yeah, it's not this time. Don't not this time. You don't want to you don't want to go up against those fans because they're going to remember you, you know, you know, next time. So, yeah, you don't want to be the guy that crossed Trump. So mm-hmm. you, you find a find, find an exit strategy. Right. And no, no, you're right. And it's you know, the thing is, is that as you're noticing more and more of the polls are coming out and the only real argument you have against Ron, against running against Donald Trump is used to be, well, I'm more electable than Donald Trump. But now all the polls are showing that even Donald Trump is beating Harris Biden. And uh, you know the reason why, don't you? Because this is the person, this right here is an example of the person who will be president should something, or let me clarify, when something happens to Joe Biden. And this is if Kamala Harris were a sign. It would read, notice, the patio is currently closed or is currently not open because it is closed. Okay. All right. You got that everybody. All right. Okay. 
All right. Okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. That is Camelot. Yep. Not Camelot. 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 Scurry. Very scurry. Very scurry. All right, Mike. Well, that's it. That's just about it, except we've got one more thing that we got to do, and that is give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. Hitman Industries. Hitmanindustries.net. You can get rifle and pistol caliber barrels at any length for your next rifle or pistol AR build. Also now available, Glock barrels. Check them out. Hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting that good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out the California 6th Congressional Race while you're there. And, of course, if you're going to the field, you want some tactical gear, heading outdoors, heck, want to do it indoors, you can get everything but the gun at uscombatgear.com. So, folks, take a moment. Please visit our sponsors. Let them know that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. And with that, we will once again call it a day. We appreciate you tuning in. We will be back tomorrow on Friday. Because thank God it will be Friday. Y'all take care. Yep. We'll Just say no to Skittles. Yep. Just say no to Skittles.